with the 2018 NFL and NCAA season in full effect, remember, where you're betting is just as important of what you're betting on. That's why I always tell people to use MyBookie. MyBookie.ag is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gaming Podcast Network and the Inside Vegas Podcast. Enter promo code SGP100 for a 100% deposit bonus for new subscribers. Enter promo code SGP25 if you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m. You can get an extra $25 in free play. Again, promo code SGP25. And if you need a reload, SGP50 for a 50% reload bonus. We are also brought to you by Oddshark. NFL season is here and get tips from their supercomputer as well as data-driven editorial content you cannot and will not find anywhere else. Give them a follow on Twitter at Oddshark and check them out at oddshark.com. Finally, we're brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas. And now NFL lines are available in the app. Easily track line movement and BetQL is free to download in the Apple Store or via your Android device. Head to betql.co to download the only app you need to outsmart Vegas today. Welcome into the Inside Vegas podcast. Today is Friday, September 28th. This episode, we have a little bit of a different take. Obviously, we are continuing our trend with a different handicapper every single week, but this one has a little bit of a different flavor. We have Luke Pregandi. Luke Pregandi is the one of the founders of PropSwap. And if you're not familiar with PropSwap from you know, listening to this content, this podcast and everything that we've done with them um, over at SGP, um, you're going to absolutely love this one. PropSwap effectively has created the secondary market. They were a company that was created out in Las Vegas, um, essentially to make cash out options. And what I mean by that is what PropSwap does is say you make a future on a, let's say Alabama at plus 225 preseason. Obviously now they are minus 225. And if you wanted to sell that for a profit right now, uh, you can contact PropSwap via their app or go to PropSwap.com and you can take a picture of that ticket and they will sell it for you. They're essentially a brokerage firm for sportsbook tickets. They're also not even only limited to futures. They do, I mean, other futures they do are Heisman, season win totals. The best part about season win totals is you can get paid today uh, instead of having to win or having to wait until the end of the season to collect your winnings from a sportsbook. Uh, they're, again, we're talking with them about expansion and kind of, they have essentially, you know, split their business in half to move to Jersey. They're still out in Las Vegas as well, Mississippi, um, a ton of other states out there uh, they're going to be expanding to, but that's kind of where it is now. So we're going to get the front, you know, kind of the front line look from Luke on the differences between Las Vegas and New Jersey, which looks like it's going to be kind of the East, the East Coast hub uh, and everything, you know, war stories of kind of some of the funnier things dealing with, you know, essentially new betters and a new market out there and PropSwap being really the secondary market for both Las Vegas and New Jersey now, as well as the other states when legalization gets there. Um, we talk about kind of the NCAA NFL season and what's happened there. And I promise I'm not going to leave you guys out with the best bet. I, it's going to be very interesting. You may have to close your eyes uh, and go to the window with this one. Um, but again, I'm going to, as you'll hear in this interview, I'm going to, by the time you're hearing this, if you clicked on the link, you'll see what the best bet is. I click, we went there from SGP. Uh, we placed this bet alongside PropSwap with the goal to sell this ticket back to PropSwap uh, for a profit by the end of the season. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy the interview. Again, this is Luke Pregandy of PropSwap, PropSwap.com, and always find them on Twitter at PropSwap. And now joining me on the Inside Vegas podcast, former, former Las Vegas brethren moved out to the East Coast. I know, I know business is everything, my friend, but we do miss you out here in Vegas. Tell me about 
the transition um, from going from Vegas to uh, everything being on the front lines of gambling being legalized across the country in Atlantic City and kind of what it's meant for PropSwap. And I think that we'll, we'll kind of start there as everyone uh, knows kind of the story of PropSwap and what you guys do on the show by this point. Sure. So yeah, really easy drive, just uh, you know, ninety minute drive from Las Vegas to New Jersey. Uh, stopped in, uh, stopped in Chicago to see the family, and then now reside in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Um, if you would have told me three years ago that I would be living in Atlantic City, uh, I would have said you are absolutely <laughs> crazy. That's there's no chance that happens. Uh, but here I am. So life's life's funny. Um, but no, it's been good. It's been cool to see. Um, this industry kind of begin. I can I can see where it's going to go because I lived in Las Vegas and I saw an extremely mature industry. Um, so it's super cool to see the roots of that and you know who's who's placing what bets, what casinos are placing bets on having sports betting. Um, I always joke, anytime you go into a casino in Mississippi or New Jersey, literally the first sign you see is for sports betting. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not the restaurants, it's not the shows, it's not the beautiful rooms, it is sports betting, which is crazy. So it's clearly the casino, the casinos and the hotels, as well as us, we're the sports betting, you know, players. Also, the hotels and casinos are making huge bets that sports betting is gonna drive traffic to their property. Um, so that's been that's been reassuring <laughs> to see from a from a guy in the sports betting industry. For sure, man. And so when we talk about this expansion, right, going from essentially Vegas to Jersey as the biggest market, obviously now, um, you know, in, available in so many different other states. Uh, what does that mean for kind of, you know, the outlook of PropSwap uh, in terms, I mean, obviously um, yourself and you only two people, um, but how, you know, are you guys looking to expand and kind of eventually be in every state? You think the online market for PropSwap via the app uh, is kind of going to be the future um, or how do you kind of see that going uh, from a PropSwap perspective? Just because, I mean, at the end of the day, you guys have always said this. You are the secondary market. You created a secondary market that isn't available uh, anywhere else in the United States. Um, there's going to be, you know, in theory, right, a couple of years down the line, you know, 25, eventually maybe uh, nationwide. How do you guys foresee being able to handle that kind of volume face to face? I know when we talked a long time ago, you know, it was still in the beginning stages and you had to physically meet up. And now the introduction of the app has kind of changed that. Um, so do you think that the app is kind of going to be your saving grace there? Or do you see you guys kind of expanding or how does that look for you guys, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, look, it's as long as you have a legal sports bet in America, you can sell it on PropSwap. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the way it works is you take a photo of the ticket using our app or the website, you list it for sale, and then a buyer in one of our 11 approved states uh, purchases it from you. Uh, once it sells, you mail it into our nearest office. Um, so depending on where that ticket is from, that will dictate the address we give you. Um, you mail it down to us. We validate the ticket at the issuing sports book through one of our reps. Um, they actually should give a, a shout out right now. We hired our first employee, uh, in Mississippi and he heard about props up on this podcast. Um, <laughs> That's, uh, it makes me so happy, man. Yeah. So he, um, he heard about us and reached out and, and we continued talks and, um, he reached out before passport was repealed, just kind of said, Hey, you know, I like props up. I think it's cool. And all of a sudden, passport got repealed, and now we needed help in Mississippi. Um, and he lives in a, in a neighboring state. He drives down to Mississippi for us every other weekend. Um, and we hired him. 
So yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you. You clearly have a lot of listeners. So good, good job, Christian. <laughs> no, that's so awesome, um, man. And again, you can sell from anywhere. If you anywhere that legalized sports betting is legal, so you can anywhere that you have an actual ticket. I know when the you know when I I feel kind of questions. You know when the podcast come out, when people always ask me if you guys can do you know five dimes bookies, all, all that type of stuff. It does have to be an over the counter casino. Um, and again, nine states available uh, via Prop Swap. So Nevada, Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana. In Illinois. So um, I want to talk about this kind of the differences. Um, I think it's fascinating, right? There's not many people, you know, maybe someone goes down there for the weekend to kind of see the difference, but there's nobody really on the front line of Jersey. And like you said, you know, having uh, sports betting kind of be their featured attraction in the casinos. Um, but underneath that, again, you were, you know, in inside casinos literally every single day, all day, every day while you were in Vegas. What is that kind of, you know, the biggest differences you've seen, um, you know, maybe from betters or, or whatever the case may be, uh, the biggest differences between Las Vegas and New Jersey? Okay, so I'll give you the Mississippi contrast because this was super interesting. Yes, please. On yeah, so on Saturdays, the Mississippi sports books are absolutely slammed. Like college football is king. And I knew that before I went down there, but I didn't really understand the the massive contrast between Saturdays and Sundays. Saturdays, everyone's decked out in their alma mater's gear, you know, Alabama, Texas, LSU, Florida State. Everyone's got their gear on and it's all like, you know, wealthier looking people on, on Saturday. It's just it's slammed. And on Sunday, it was a little bit seedier crowd mm-hmm. and way less people, way less people. Like literally, I would say 10 to one in terms of foot traffic Saturday versus Sunday on in Mississippi sports books. It was wild. I thought it would be like maybe 10 to four, you yeah. know, like two times as much. It was it was 10 percent. Um, in all the Mississippi sports books on Sunday relative to Saturdays. So that was crazy. Um, so clearly college football is king down there. The Saints are a pretty popular NFL team, but yep. it's just not as much, you know, um, there's not as much speculation on who's going to win on Sundays. They're pretty much rooting for the Saints, and that's it. In contrast, New Jersey looks exactly like Las Vegas. Sunday is king. Saturday is, you know, I would say it's two to one Sundays to Saturdays. In Las Vegas and New Jersey, the books are twice as packed on Sundays. Yep. Um, but in New in uh, Mississippi, it was the polar opposite. Um, so that's that's been been a, an interesting um, evolution of, of sports betting across the country. Um, but no, New Jersey's been great. The Ocean Resort um, is looking like it's going to be the hub of sports betting. They just put a beautiful sports book right in the middle of the casino floor. Um, and then Vison, which is uh, Brent Musburger's company, they put a studio um, that overlooks all of the sportsbook. Um, so front center of the sportsbook, Vison is going to broadcast. Um, I believe they start in two weeks from now. Uh, they'll have a show every Saturday, Sunday out of the the Ocean Sportsbook. Um, and I happen to live like right across the street from it, so that's been really cool to uh, to have in my back pocket. Is uh is it going to be called Vison as it's Vegas Sats Information Network? I know it sounds like a yeah. stupid question. Is it really? No, no, very fair question. They, yeah, it it is called the Vison Studio. They already have the decals up. Uh, all the glass is painted on. Yeah, it's, it will be the Vison Studio in the Ocean Resort in Atlantic City. Have they talked about kind of uh, who would you know to kind of take over and run that? Because obviously here in the in in Vegas it was Brent Musburger and that was the splash, right? And for anyone that doesn't know, Vison. 
is it kind of took over, um, how do I want to word this? VEASAN did a really interesting thing. They, there wasn't one hub, right? They had ESPN Las Vegas where kind of the old generation, I would say, uh, was, you know, has always held range, right? That's your wager talk. That's your, um, you know, RJ Bell, Dave Koken, all those type of guys that have been in the industry forever. ESPN Vegas has always kind of been, you know, that it's home to the older generation. There's just, there's no other way to say it. Um, not, not saying it's a bad thing or a good thing. It's just kind of how it is. And VEASAN, what they came up with is, is you know, they initially partnered. The first thing they did, which was so smart, and we were talking with Brady Cannon on this podcast about this, is they partnered with the Super Contest. You know, first and foremost, just because of how much publicity that st- type of stuff gets, and they really took over kind of the new, um, the new generation of sports handicappers, right? And having, you know. Um, everyone on there um, that's been prominent in Las Vegas and VEASAN really gave everyone, you know, a hub to kind of, you know, rule over sports gambling uh, media, both nationally and in Las Vegas, they had people from all over the world and, and it really kind of changed the game. Um, you know, I would say, obviously, you know, Las Vegas is a very small town, right? But it's it's a niche community here when it comes to sports gambling and they kind of, um, you know, I would liken it to kind of what Sirius Satellite did to, you know, radio uh, for Las Vegas, if, you know, in a nutshell and in a vacuum. Um, so that's absolutely awesome that VEASAN is kind of expanding out there. Um, have they kind of talked or announced into who would who's going to kind of uh, head up that project from a, you know, a broadcasting perspective? They have. Um, I am not at liberty to okay. announce that. Okay. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. They, it's, it's, it's a front office guy. So I'm, yeah, I was happy with, with who they chose and they still are working through, I want to say there's going to be three total hosts. Um, and I believe, so I've been gone for two weeks. I just got back from traveling to Mississippi. Um, I'm sure they have hired the other two hosts at this point. And then around two weeks from today is when they'll start doing the broadcast. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So I want to talk about the NCAA and the NFL season. Obviously MLB is, you know, day to day and you guys deal with absolutely everything and everything. And again, as we touched on, um, in the intro, kind of what prop swap is and what you guys done again, I know my audience kind of knows everything about you guys. Um, but as a whole, any differences? I know, I know we're still in the NFL and NCAA's infancy coming up here. Um, differences from last year to this year in either, uh, increased volume in either sport, um, or anything that you kind of noticed in terms of, you know, how people are betting. Um, again, I want to touch on, uh, the go for two campaign cause I think it, it's absolutely awesome. Um, and it's something that sports betters, especially in Vegas or any of the approved States, again, 11 other States, uh, really need to take advantage of and keep in mind because it's such a smart strategy. So I want you to elaborate on the go for two campaign and then anything, uh, that is kind of you notice from year to year uh this year specifically with the ncaa and nfl season sure um so go for two simply means when you're going to make a bet at a casino make two bets instead of one so that you can sell one should you so choose so the a prime example of this was the golden knights right all of these people had one ticket at 500 to one of the golden knights that collects fifty thousand dollars and they didn't want to give up all of their exposure on the Golden Knights. So our solution to that is, okay, fine. Moving forward, simply make two tickets on whatever you're going to bet. Even if it's a straight-up bet, you know, if you bet the Giants at plus 3.5 this weekend, make two tickets because if the Giants jump out to a 14-0 lead, you can sell one of those tickets and then keep the other one should the Giants actually pull it out and you get the full collect. Perfect. So, Anytime you're going to a sportsbook, make two tickets, whether it's, you know, betting on the Giants win the Super Bowl or, you know, the Oakland Athletics to win the World Series, make two so that should the Oakland Athletics finally get to the World Series, you can sell one, you know, in the AL championship and hold on to the other one, locking in profit on that one sale and then providing yourself with some upside should the A's win the World Series. 
Awesome. That's it's such a good strategy. You don't lose all your exposure and you can walk away um, with a profit. Now, as far as anything, um, any differences you notice in the NFL or NCAA this season? Um, people were taking our advice and betting on season win totals. So for example, um, a guy bet a thousand bucks on the 49ers over, um, or under win totals under nine wins he bet. So collected 1700. And as of the news two days ago, obviously Jimmy Garoppolo towards ACL, this looks like a pretty darn good bet, right? They're one and two and your starting quarterback is done for the season. What he's done is he sold that. He literally sold it yesterday. It collects 1700. He sold it for 1550. Why is that smart? It's smart because he's not going to get paid on that ticket until January, right? NFL books do not pay any regular season or casinos do not pay any regular season bet until the regular season is over. Mm -hmm. So even if you bet on an over ticket and you're, you know, week 10 and you're, you know, nine and one, and that ticket has one, the book will not pay it out until the season is over. So he's used prop swap to sell that in September, lock in some money, even though it looks like a winner and go take that money and invest in something else. Um, so I think season win totals, people have started to use us um, to get liquidity. Once these things start to look like they're going to win to take a small discount when you're getting paid two months early. Mm-hmm. So that's the logic from the seller perspective. Take some profit three months early. From the buying perspective, you can buy up these tickets that look like locks if you have the capital. So if you have, you know, you're kind of a larger better and you don't mind locking up your capital for the next three months to get a 20% return on your money, like this Niners ticket, then that's pretty interesting. Um, so it kind of just depends who has the money. Like if you're a seller of this, you want to lock in the money today and give up a small discount. Or if you're a buyer, you know, purchase that, that ticket and then guarantee yourself this percent return, knowing that you're not going to get paid until January. Right. So, so smart, man. Um, season win total is probably, I would say I would guess probably the biggest, um, type of business that you guys do, but you guys have always kind of, you know, been harping that you guys do literally everything in parlays. And again, all this stuff via the app with mobile notifications on is so, so important. Um, I get notifications from you guys all the time. And uh, it, it's, you know, some people, I've always get, you know, I always laugh at the trolls that, that come out in droves and say this ticket should be this. And it's this as if they are, they're creating a secondary market along with you. It drives me absolutely insane um, yeah. when, when you know what a ticket is worth. Um, I guess, we yeah, let's talk about it, man. How do you guys um, kind of deal with that? Because again, it's the vocal minority, but it is when you post a ticket on social media, um, the first thing people click on, you know, is that type of comment and stuff. Is that kind of um, been an issue for you guys or just a minor annoyance? No question. Oh, it's it's uh, it's an annoyance. I mean, look, anytime you're you know, you're growing a company, we, we now have 4000 Twitter followers where, you know, we're, we're growing by the day. You're, you're going to get pushback. So I, I, I'm not I'm not offended. You know, that's your opinion. And look, if you want to comment on it and say, you know, the ticket's worth a thousand, you think it's worth five dollars. And that's that's your opinion. That's that's why Twitter is so cool is that it's it's the world's town hall. You know, Twitter is literally the that. world's the world's town hall and everyone can post on it. And that's that's why it's such an awesome tool. Um, so, no, that's fine. But look, like we're anytime that you disagree with a price, don't just say that you disagree. Submit your bid for what you think the price should be, because there's always a price. Mm-hmm. Right. So and even if you think the ticket's worth five dollars, I would encourage you to go on a website or download our app and submit a bid for five dollars. Mm-hmm. At least put your money where your mouth is. If you're just gonna, <laughs> if you're just gonna squawk at it and say it's not worth that, you know, I, you lose your credibility. But if you just think it's worth two hundred dollars less than what we posted for, 
click submit bid and we'll see if the seller would accept that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my answer to the, uh, the Twitter squawkers, but look, we'll have that problem forever. Um, but yeah, we sold right now. We're trying to sell a hobby bias to win the MVP ticket. Mm -hmm. Um, the original better got hobby at 60 to one odds. He bet a hundred dollars at 60 to one and collect 6,100. And he has a lister for 2,400 right now. Um, you know, say it's, say it's a virtual coin flip. Um, on Javi Bias, say it's you know three thousand to collect six thousand. It's a coin flip. He's listing it for better than a coin flip. Um, and if the Cubs clinch the NL, and um, Javi's obviously been their best player, clearly the Cubs um, All Star Chris Bryant has had an atrocious year. Um, Anthony Rizzo has had a bad year, um, and then the pitching has been has been decent. Um, how have the Cubs been so good? The answer is Javi Bias. Um, so if you say best player and best team wins the NL MVP, um, you can purchase that for 2,400 to collect 61. Absolutely beautiful. Can't, couldn't agree more, man. And again, I'm a, people guys out there know, um, you know, how big of a supporter I've been and, and you just echo those, those same sentiments. I want to talk about kind of the specialty bets, right? Parlays, all that type of stuff. Cause people, I think people think of you guys maybe more as a futures company and maybe not even parlays, but we can talk, um, you know, uh, the, the bills are a good example last, last week, right? If you're holding a bills, yeah. um, you know, whatever it was plus 10 ticket, I'm sorry, plus 13, I think it was. Um, and they get out to that seven, nothing lead. People forget. Um, I think people maybe not take into account so often because again, people think of prop swap more in the futures market. Uh, you can go ahead yeah. and contact prop swap, put that ticket up there, uh, game by game, minute by minute, second by second, um, parlay legs, if a parlay, a teaser leg, if a pleaser leg, any of those type of things, if a first leg hits or looks like it's going to hit, um, you can make some money. So if you just want to talk about kind of the, the day-to-day, uh, straight bet stuff or parlays, all that type of stuff that prop swaps involved in. Yeah. Yeah. So very simple. Um, if you have a ticket from, you know, Atlantic city, let's just use the giants this upcoming weekend. The giants are plus three and a half. So say the giants jump out to a 10 0 lead in the first quarter, download our app, submit a photo of your giants ticket, choose whatever sale price you want in the app. When whatever sale price you choose, it tells you what the odds are. So if you paid a hundred and you're selling it for one thirty, it will tell you what those exact odds are. So then at least you can have an understanding. Well, would a buyer care about this or not? Right. If you're trying to sell a ticket at minus 300 odds, no one's going to buy that because that's not what the current value of the giants is. But if you listen at, you know, minus 190, then a buyer might find that interesting. Um, so anytime, as long as you have a paper ticket, use our app. If it's in game, if you're in the middle of a parlay, um, see if, a, uh, you know, see if someone would take a stab at it. We have at this point in the business, we have way more buyers than we do sellers. I cannot stress that point enough. That is a great thing for sellers, mm-hmm. right? Because that means that the price is going to be way higher than it should be. That will not always be the case with props up. I fully <laughs> anticipate a future where we have way more sellers than we do buyers, but that is not the case today. So if you have a legal betting ticket, why not post it out there for an egregious price? Even if you think it's, you know, not feasible, it may be feasible. And the logic is New Yorkers and Chicagoans and guys that live in Philly, um, states where you can purchase on props up, they don't have legal sports betting. So they will pay a premium to purchase your legal ticket because it's legal, mm-hmm. right? And rather than b- betting with a guy down the street, you have credit risk there. If that guy skips down <laughs> or using Bovada, there's, you know, cash out issues. I literally hear once a week of people yeah. having trouble trying to get their money from an offshore sports book. 
we don't have that issue. These tickets are from a casino. There is zero credit risk with any of these. Um, so take a stab at it. We have way more buyers and sellers. If you're trying to sell a house, would you rather sell your house when there's way more buyers and sellers or when there's way more sellers and buyers? Right? Like you want to sell your house when the market's hot. No question. Um, and and the market is is red hot on PropSwap right now. Absolutely. And I want to talk about kind of, again, we, we've been, you know, the theme of this podcast is prop swap and the expansion. Um, a couple of things that are, that you guys are really doing. I want to talk about kind of the market calculator that you guys have, have just came up with to kind of yeah. detail that, yeah. um, and help make, uh, life a little bit easier. And then I want to talk about, um, as well as the podcast that you guys do, I want to talk about that too, but the, um, the way that you can, um, buy and sell basically, uh, at the at the drop of, of a hat, right in in today's world with the app and everything, do you guys foresee yourself ever being at least able to do mobile apps via uh, sports books and stuff like that, or is it just something yeah. that you have no, to we, go ahead? Yeah, we can right now. So the the rule is the way the prop swap works. If you want to sell a mobile bet, so you have the DraftKings app in New Jersey, the rule is right now you have to sell and complete ten paper transactions. And then once you've sold 10 paper transactions, then you can sell a mobile bet. And how it works is you just simply submit a screenshot of the app. We put a hold on your credit card. And then once that bet, if it loses, you owe us nothing. If it's sell, if, if the bet wins on DraftKings, then you have to pay us the money. And we give you 24 hours until after that bet has been completed to pay us, or we simply charge the credit card that you gave us. Beautiful. Okay, so say you bet, you know, on the say you bet this the New York Giants plus three and a half this weekend on DraftKings. This is assuming you've sold ten paper tickets with us. Yep. Okay, because there's there's a trust factor involved. We can't Absolutely. just have someone come off the street and sell a mobile bet. Um, so assuming you've sold ten paper tickets with us, um, that's now Sunday, you know, afternoon. Giants jump out to a lead, and you sell your hundred dollar bet in DraftKings for a hundred and forty dollars. You now have $140 waiting for you in your prop swap account. And then as soon as that game wins, if the Giants lose, you owe us nothing. We pay you $140. If the Giants win, you pay us the collect and we pay you the $140 back. Perfect. You have tw 24 hours until that, that game has concluded to settle that with us. Because um, a lot of you know people ask us, hey, can you guys plug in with the mobile sports betting companies? We'll get to that point. I, I definitely foresee a day where we're plugged into all of the sports betting apps, but that's that's a long ways away. So the solution until now is we simply put a hold on your credit card, and then we charge that card 24 hours after the event if that bet wins. If it loses, of course, you owe us nothing. Love it. Talk to me about the uh, market calculator that you guys came out with because I think it's a great tool for betters. Yeah. So when we constantly, people are arguing with us, what is the exact market value of your bet? Yep. Right. And like the golden Knights were, were a prime example of people thinking that if your ticket collects, you know, if the golden Knights win and you get the ticket collects $30,000, they're like, no, 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 it's, it's worth $27,000 right now. But I, I don't know where you came up with that number, but the golden Knights are right now at coin flips. They, they were, you know, minus 105, it was after game one, obviously a $30,000 collect ticket is now worth $27,000. It's worth 15,000, bet 15 to win 15 to collect 30. That's, that's a coin flip. Um, so we invented this market value calculator. Just go to propsub.com, click on market value calculator, and you can put in the collect amount on your bet. And then given the current odds that we've piped in, we update them every week, 
it, we will tell you what your current uh, ticket is worth. So if you bet on the Indianapolis Colts at 150 to one, and now they're 75 to one, it's now worth twice what you paid. If it went from 150 to 75, it's now worth twice what you paid because Indianapolis Colts are now twice as likely to win the Super Bowl. So that we're simply given all of these futures odds up on the website. Go there, put in your tickets information, and it will give you the exact market value of what your ticket is worth. Um, so kind of nifty tool, and then you can kind of track throughout the season how your ticket improves or um, or, or decreases in value depending on how your team's doing. Yeah, you're tugging at my heartstrings, man. I had a Vegas Golden Knights ticket at 100 to one. Uh, I bet I bet five bucks to win 500. Uh, the day that I, I moved out here was basically um, the time that uh, they you know, the odds were released. It was like the same week and I just couldn't bring myself to, to sell it for a profit. I have it framed in, in my house and I don't, I just couldn't wow. do it. And I, I wish, I, I wish I could have looking back, but I don't, don't think I wanted to part with the ticket, even if it did. Right. Win, so, but, you know, if, if we had the go for two campaign, maybe exactly. you would have sold one of those. Yep, exactly. And well, I mean, Hey, no, hindsight's 2020, I would have placed more than $5 so with 500 if, if we had known then what we know now. Right. But again, that, that is yeah. the, the basis of the go for two campaign, which is why I wanted uh, to give you guys the option or the opportunity to talk about it. Cause it's such a small um, way to do that and use prop swap. Um, I want to talk about a couple of things is, um, when we talk about, you know, professional sports, right. And maybe recreational betters and their propensity to bet certain things, um, anything, you know, have you guys been kind of overwhelmed with, with, uh, Tiger Woods in the last week, you know, obviously winning his first event in five years, um, any type of, you know, public teams, anything that's kind of different in the marketplace, um, using prop swap. And again, you guys being, you know, from the start in a, in a whole state and in, in industry, I think is so important because Vegas was, you know, sports betting in Vegas was around for hundreds of years, um, prior to you guys, you know, being in Vegas and in Jersey yeah. and these other states, um, um, that's not the case. So I think it's going to be so much more advantageous to you guys because you can, you know, kind of, you know, quote unquote, teach how to use prop swap, um, the same way that somebody would learn how to make an against the spread bet or a total bet or a parlay and all that type of stuff. Um, has there been, you know, any, you know, so being able to integrate from the start, I think is so awesome for you guys. Has there been anything kind of, um, you know, on that side of again, Tiger Woods, anything, you know, Ohio States, Alabama is any of that type of stuff that you guys have seen just because of, you know, who the, the general public usually likes to bet. But before you do that, I want to talk about my bookie. Unfortunately, you cannot use my bookie to sell tickets on PropSwap, but everything else in the world, I promise my bookie has you covered. MyBookie.ag is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gaming Podcast Network and the Inside Vegas Podcast. My bookie is slammed with new betters and wants to give everyone their best service possible. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they'll give you an additional $25 free play on deposits over $100. Visit my bookie online today. That's my bookie. And don't forget to use the promo code SGP. 100 when creating your account to claim a $1,000 free play bonus. Again, hold out until after 7 p.m. and get an extra $25 in free play. If you need a reload, SGP 50. And again, new customers, SGP 100 for up to $1,000 deposit bonus today. We're also brought to you by Oddshark, one of the best companies out there when it comes to providing sports gambling content on the planet. I firmly believe this. Get the latest odds for every big game and big fight all from their supercomputer. Get betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. And as always, follow them on Twitter at OddShark and the website OddShark.com. Finally, we're brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas and now NFL lines are available on the app. The best part, BetQL is free to download from the Apple or Android store. Head to BetQL.co to download the only app you need to make smarter bets today. BetQL is brought to you by the makers of RotoQL, the leading daily fantasy optimizer and trusted by over 100,000 DFS players. 
Yeah. So let's just talk about Tiger real quick. So Tiger opened, it was, you know, those odds came out probably 30 days ago against uh, Phil Mickelson and this day after Thanksgiving matchup that they're doing. Yep. He opened at, I believe it was minus 130, you know, a slight favorite over Phil. As of the win on Sunday, he's now minus 200, right? So if you bet on Tiger at minus 130, you can literally sell that right now today. You know, we're still two months out from this tournament going down. You could sell that today for 20% more than you paid for it. Right. And get out of that thing. Like that's, that's like the opportunity that where else are you going to get cash with that ticket two months out when the odds have drastically changed. Right. And if you can pick up, you know, this as a pro, if you can pick up 20% returns dozens and dozens of times in the whole portfolio of your sports betting, that's going to make a huge difference. You look at Wall Street, if Warren Buffett could guarantee himself 20% in a month's time, they, he would kill for that. Like yeah. the, the, the world of finance kills for 7% per year. <laughs> exactly. Right? Like that, that whole industry is, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of people and billions of dollars floating around. They're killing each other to get 7% per year. And here we are offering you 20% return on a Tiger ticket. Like that's. That's interesting. Um, so yeah, if you get if you get a ticket, you know that's a, that's basically a future, and you got him at minus one thirty, and now he's minus two hundred. List that for sale. Um, so that was your uh, that was my answer to your Tiger question. Then college football, uh, yeah, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, Mississippi is huge for college football. So um, you know, it's it's looking like it's Alabama versus the world right now. But um, like a guy got Dwayne Haskins to win the Heisman. Um, so that's a really interesting ticket that we have up for sale. Um, and the, what was your third question? College football, tiger, um, just anything that you've seen, you know, again, when we talk about the general public, right, they, they like to back certain teams, like to back Ohio States, like to back, you know, the Patriots, Alabama, Tiger, all that type of stuff. I just, if they're, you know, in Las Vegas, I would assume, and again, maybe I'm wrong. You maybe worked with a little bit more on the professional side than recreational. Whereas in New Jersey from the ground floor, everyone and their mother wants to bet right now. I just, the differences between maybe working with more, uh, recreational versus professional in the two sides. Gotcha. Um, I, in Mississippi, it's been, I, I was shocked at how much knowledge that they had. Um, clearly all these people were just betting offshore, right? Uh, the, the most notable difference that I've seen that I always laugh at is everyone is so used to betting on credit that they don't know the minus one ten rule. <laughs> yep. Right. So I'm like, look, like in the sports book, you bet $110 to profit a hundred dollars. But that's, that's a brand new idea to that's a lot so of these funny. guys. They were all getting even lines on their local credit books. Yeah, well, just even lines, but like they didn't have to pay the minus one ten oh, to they put would, it up. I see what you're saying. They just they did didn't to have win. to put yep. it up. Yeah, so <laughs> it's been hysterical. I'm like I joined this the sports betting industry, you know, four years ago now. But and I I wasn't huge in the sports betting before I started prop swap, so I thought that was just obvious. Like, yeah, you have to bet 110 dollars to profit 100. You get but back your guys, initial bet as well. Yeah, they didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, so these guys, it's been so confusing because they're so used to betting on credit. Um, so that's, I'd say that's been the most humorous thing of, of entering new markets out here. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, Atlantic city is, is betting the city in general is betting huge on sports betting just because they're, they're thinking that the foot traffic from New York and from Philly are going to draw people down here. And I think that's probably true. If you want to do a boys weekend from New York city and go bet on games all weekend and sit in a sports book, like 
it sure seems like the Meadowlands is not really the place to do that. Um, you know, it's, it's not, I've heard it's, I had, I haven't been up there yet, but I haven't heard rave reviews about it, but look, come down to Atlantic city, go to a nightclub on Saturday night, go get dinner on, you know, Friday and, um, hang out at a hotel. So, um, yeah, I'm happy with the progress so far. Do you ever think you'd be talking up AC when we, when we sat down a long time ago in Vegas? No, no, (laughs) did not, did not. Um, no, I, I was out here like two years ago and w- when we spoke to the New Jersey regulators to allow purchasing yep. of Nevada betting tickets. And we, we flew out here. There's certainly pockets that are not good. Um, but the hard rock, which is right next to ocean, just got $500, $500 million put into it. Three local developers, uh, put 500 million into it yep. and they got Drake played out here mm-hmm. seven days ago. Like that. Drake is literally like he's, he might be the world's best entertainer right now. Yep. And the fact that Drake's coming to Atlantic City is is crazy to me. <laughs> um, so they they're getting some talent out here. It's it's been it's been wild. G Easy is playing here on Halloween. Like that's that's a top five rapper. Sports you know? gambling really brings people together, man. Who knew? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. No, I want to, um, I want to, again, we're going to do our consensus best bet as we do, as we do every single year, um, through or every single week on the inside Vegas podcast. Um, before we do that, I want to kind of give you, um, again, I want to talk about the podcast and everything else that you guys do have. I want to give you the floor to kind of plug everything and anything that's going on with prop swap before we release our best bet. And again, a little bit different of a, of a best bet scenario here, obviously with prop swap, we're not going to do one, um, against the spread this week. What we're going to do is we're going to do a future and we're going to do this to, um, basically the biggest or the best future. Again, speaking with Luke, the is the secondary market, right? Looks at this stuff every day. So from his point of view, the best future to buy right now, and what we're going to do is I'm going to place this future tomorrow um, at the Westgate. I'm going to tweet it out. Um, I'm going to place it for $100. And by the end of the season, um, again, for the Inside Vegas podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network, we're going to tweet out this kind of progress and everything um, and hopefully turn a profit using this future uh, that we're going to talk about as our consensus best bet. Um, so again, um, please take the time. I want to talk about the podcast and everything else you guys have going on in the space because I know it is, is so much at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a podcast, um, that can be found on SoundCloud, can be found in Apple podcast, Stitcher. Um, we basically just talk about the, the math behind what we're doing. Like, I think a lot of people hear that look like you can sell your bet, but they don't really understand why you would sell your bet. And we kind of just run through a weekly example, um, of a, you know, ticket that just occurred. So I, I mentioned the San Francisco 49ers ticket, like why, would someone ever sell a, a 49ers under nine wins ticket when it looks like a lock? Yep. Right. Well, the, well, the answer is you can lock in your this money right now when you don't have when you're not going to get paid for two more months, and that's that's important. So that's that's one example of a situation where it makes total sense to sell. Um, you know, uh, a guy had a, a the Oakland A's to win the AL West at sixty to one odds. And this was about a month ago when the Oakland A's were leading the Astros and we tweeted it and everyone's like, Oh, why, why would you ever sell that Oakland A's to win the ALS ticket? And like, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I would say I'm a moderate baseball fan, but yeah. like, look, you're competing. <laughs> We've seen this before. <laughs> We've who, seen the Billy who, Bean train before. Who won the world series last year? Yeah, like, well, how, how can you, yeah, the Astros, like how, why would you ever want to be holding uh, a ticket that is competing against the reigning world series champs, especially when it's the Oakland A's who are known for fading in the second half of the season. Um, so that's another example of a ticket where he bet a hundred bucks at 60 to one and he sold it for 2,500. 
Right. And like people are like balking at this. And I just, I'm just totally scratching my head. I'm like, this guy is literally making 24 times what he paid on a ticket where you're competing against the world series champs. There's no value in a losing ticket. And this is what drives me nuts when people use the word value in this industry. Value is what he created by using prop swap. There's no value in a losing ticket. I can't say that enough. And when people say, Oh, you know, I don't think they're going to win, but there's just so much value. I had to pass. I couldn't pass it up. This is the exact situation with props up when you're talking about trying to find value. This is what you do with that quote unquote value. So I'm so glad that you brought that up. Yeah. Um, there's just like we I'm trying to get people in the habit of monetizing these tickets. Like when you're t- like the the time when you should be selling is the time when your ticket looks like a winner. Right. Because that's when buy you're low, selling sell at the high. Peak. Yep. Buy that's low, right. sell high. That's right. And like that's and everyone doesn't want everyone wants to sell. When, you know, you have a, a 49ers future, right? Like now, now everyone's like, oh, now I want to sell my 49ers future. <laughs> yeah, you think? I'm like, what? Like, or, you know, now I want to sell my Patriots future. And like, you know, that, that's an extreme example. But like, I'm preaching the exact opposite. The time when you want to sell is when your ticket looks amazing. Mm-hmm. The time when you want to sell is when the Falcons are up 28 to 3 on Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Right? <laughs> that's, that's when you should be selling your ticket. When it looks like such a lock, leave that. Leave that last 5% of the value on the table and lock in 95% of the value. Even more than that with the go for two. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're trying to preach like, don't, don't, don't be greedy, right? Like just leave, leave a little bit of money on the table and lock in the the profit on these tickets. So, um, so yeah, that's, I would just say, and, and in order to do that, download our app, we have an iPhone app. Just came out with an Android app about a month ago. Um, if you have a legal betting ticket from Delaware, from Rhode Island, from Nevada, from New Jersey, from Mississippi, uh, download our app, snap a photo of it, and choose your sale price. We'll guide you. You know, if you have questions, certainly email us or call our hotline. I'm I'm happy to give you uh, a market value and what, what I think your ticket would sell for. I've been talking to this Javi Baez guy, you know, almost by every 48 hours on what I think the the, the odds are on Baez win the MVP. So, um, yeah. Awesome, man. All right. Well, let's get into this consensus best bet again, a little bit different, a little bit different format here. I'm not going to do a weekly pick again in speaking with you. I want you to kind of explain this and what we're going to do. Um, I'm again, I'm going to go buy this ticket tomorrow. Um, you think I should, what do you want me to do? You want me to do two, two tickets for 50? You want me to do one for a hundred for the podcast purposes? Yeah. Do, do two tickets for 50. Okay. That's what we'll do for, um, again, the go for two campaign. And again, so I want you to give me the, again, your side and what you see every day from being, you know, creating the consensus market. Um, I want you to give me when you think maybe, um, if you have it in front of you, when you think it would be the, uh, you know, coming up or again, obviously this is all dictated by performance, but when you would foresee, um, being able to sell this ticket for a profit, um, and go ahead and release the, the best bet from an NFL futures perspective, um, and time to talk me through the thought process on it. Sure. So I like the New York Giants at 60 to one odds to win the Super Bowl. Um, I look back at the 2012 season where they won the Super Bowl. They started out 0-2 to start their regular season, and they were 75 to one to win the Super Bowl. And then lo and behold, they they ended up winning. Um, so I'm I'm looking back at that, and that's when we started thinking about prop swap. It's like, dang, like if if you don't overreact to what you see in a short amount of time, like in a two game window, you don't have a great understanding of what a team looks like. So if the odds crater to reflect that slow start, that 0 two start, like that's when we see buying opportunity. 
if you can snatch up those those teams are like the you know the Denver Broncos are are fifty to one at Westgate, but sticking on the New York Giants, they're currently sixty to one. When they won the Super Bowl, they bounced down to seventy five to one after starting out zero and two. So pounce on that sixty to one. I realize they played the Saints this week. The Saints have looked beatable. They obviously lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, and almost lost to the Cleveland Browns. Should have lost to the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> yep. Um, so if if you like the Giants, even if you think this weekend is a you know coin flip, take the Giants. And then when they get down to you know I would say week twelve, week thirteen, when it looks like they could win the NFC East, look at their division. The Cowboys do not look good. They look you know, certainly in the bottom half of the league, the Eagles look beatable, right? The Eagles do not look like they looked last year. Even with Carson Wentz back, they didn't yep. look that great. Um, so all you have to do is just win that division and you get in the playoffs. So if you're in the playoffs, those odds would probably be at, I would say 10 to one. Mm-hmm. If you know at the end of the season, if the giants clinched the NFC East, I would say they'd be around 10 to one. And if you bought them at 60 to one, you're now making five times what you paid. So is a 500% return on your investment interesting? Like that's, <laughs> I think, you know, I like think Jordan Belfort would kill for that type of ROI. My Jordan Belfort would kill for that ROI. <laughs> like real, like you just look at all these other industries, real estate, finance, like 500% is insane. And, and the ticket doesn't have to win, yep. right? The, the giants don't have to win the Super Bowl to, for you to get that 500%. They simply have to go from 60 to one to 10 to one, five, you know, five and a half times as likely. And you can sell that. Perfect, man. I love it. Well, you got me down. I'm going to go tomorrow. I'm going to place this bet. We'll tweet it out. Um, and again, hopefully we make some money on this and we'll tweet out kind of the progress along the year. Um, I can't thank you enough uh, for taking the time. Look, if and again, anything else you want to kind of want to plug in the space while you have the time, feel free. Yeah, just um, go for two, download the iPhone or Android app, um, check out our new market value calculator um, and start locking in profit. We've seen we've seen way too many. I have thousands of examples of people that didn't sell and and watch their tickets go to zero. We, I get asked all the time, what is the percentage of tickets that sell on PropSwap that end up winning? Honest to God, it's less than 5%. Yeah. There's no such it thing as, le- as free is, money, man. <laughs> it is less than 5% of tickets that sell on PropSwap that actually end up winning. So 95% of the time, that was the correct decision to sell. Again, and we tweeted this out um, with the Baker Mayfield ticket that I sold to you guys. I had 10 to 1. Um, you basically sold it uh, for 9 to 1. And it was the most easy. Again, for, I've never had anyone on this podcast I haven't worked with or you know admired some type of way and know they do things the right way. And I can't um, harp on that enough. Again, firsthand experience um, from when you were out in Vegas together, when we were out in Vegas together. Um, yeah. And again, so again, man, can't thank you enough. Uh, sad to see you go out of Vegas, man. But I hope you're enjoying AC. And again, all the luck in the world uh, with the expansion of PropSwap. You guys are doing amazing things. So thanks so much for taking the time again, man. Thanks, Christian. Keep in touch. And that will do it with PropSwap. Again, special thanks to Luke Brigandi of coming on with PropSwap uh, and kind of talking about some futures best bets to make in the secondary market. And from the secondary market to the man that's creating the first and foremost, most important, the lines every single day. AG is back after a week off. He likes to be called the Colin Kaepernick with tweets. We might have to call him the Josh Gordon of tweets after last week. What happened, my man? <laughs> were you in my garage with me? <laughs> uh, no, no, honey. You're just having a little bit of a fire in here. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah. What What happened is I, I decided to take a quick, you know, 10 minute nap to recharge for the podcast. And it turned into being asleep for 13 hours. So, We've all been there. Happens. Buddy. 
degenerate life, right? Sometimes your body just gives up on you. <laughs> yeah, that will happen, especially in the offshore world. Um, so let's let's take a look back at the week that was before we go forward. And even actually before we do that, I almost forgot. If From when you came on, when we talked about futures, that was your first appearance on this podcast, you said one thing. And you said, basically, in the history of mybookie.ag, this would be pretty much the biggest future liability that you've had in the company. And that was Patrick Mahomes to win the MVP. I talked about how I thought maybe Deshaun Watson would be in that uh, kind of category. Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm sure I can rip up my 30 to one Jimmy G ticket now that he's out for the year and possibly my San Francisco over eight. But let's talk about what is the pucker factor like at the company for Patrick Mahomes right now, currently listed uh, at plus 400 on uh, mybookie.ag. Well, maybe the guys from prop swap will give you a dollar to go buy a Coke for that uh, Garoppolo ticket. <laughs> I know I beat the line by $15 and, and still couldn't turn a profit on it. What are you going to do? Isn't that gambling for it? That's advantage playing at its finest, right. you know, huge edge, huge advantage, eh, injured out, yeah. burn your money. <laughs> Away it goes. Yeah. So, I mean, I hadn't really thought about the MVP market until you brought it up today. Uh, what a worst bookmaker ever, but I do have a team that handles all this for me and there's a lot going on. So uh, I pulled up uh, Patrick Mahomes and well, I wish I never looked to say the least. Uh, you know, I don't like to wish injury upon people. I mean, you know, Pat McAfee, I, Pat McAfee, I wished, I wished injury on him today that he would slam his hand in a car door before he did his cornhole toss, which we take betting on, uh, for Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, he could also go slam his hand in a car door. Uh, that, I mean, at least I would be happy. Pretty much everyone else would be upset, but that, I mean, if he wants to do me a solid, now we don't know each other. We're not friends, but sometimes you reach out and help a stranger, a, a charity case, if you will. Um, I I'm very well that case in his situation. So if he either wants to stop throwing touchdowns, stop lighting up the league or injure his throwing arm, um, all three are acceptable to me. Hey man, stranger things have happened than a quarterback here in a bookie beg for something on the radio. Maybe you guys can work, work something out, you know? I mean, I, I can only hope, you know, I can only hope because if he wins it, well, it just, it's not going to be nice to say the least. I mean, he went from 55 to one to start the season down to 50 down to 40 to one before the first game. He opened back up at 20 to one after the first game, after the second game, he dropped down to 12 to one. And now that he's played three games, he's sitting at four to one. So that is a, a massive drop uh, in terms of odds over three weeks. I can't even actually recall an MVP favorite falling that much uh, in, in my history of doing this. It's, it's truly amazing. I mean, he's played fantastically, you know, no one denies that. And I can see why people are backing him. Um, but I can also see why I hope that P falls down the stairs and dislocates his shoulder and it's a season ender. <laughs> it goes both ways for us here. <laughs> well, hopefully for your sake, some film gets out on him. I mean, we see this time and time again, right? <clears throat> when you talk about this, I mean, this is usually, you know, big swings like this usually happen, you know, where they do happen really every single year in the Heisman market, but not so much in the MVP. So I'm, I'm sure that people aren't going to be shedding a tear, hoping for that holding the big ticket. Uh, but that is one, one thing I wanted to check in on. So let's move along. We'll go to the week that was both in the NCAA and the NFL. What were the two biggest decisions for the house and the outcome uh, for last week's college football? As I was telling you, college football, uh, Hasn't been going too great for us. We've we've only been winning a little bit. We haven't been losing, but we haven't been winning uh, Lambo money here, to say the least. We're more Kit Car Fiero money right now. 
it started off well for us when the Longhorns beat TCU. I mean, at that point, we were holding well into the double digits. And then it slowly trickled away, as it seems to have been doing. As the, as the day gets longer, our profits get shorter. Uh, Stanford covered the minus two and a half versus Oregon. That one hurt, uh, hurt even more since it happened in OT. So we were so close, but yet so far away. And then it followed up with, with Arizona State, who was an 18-point dog. Now, normally we want those teams to cover, but given the way Arizona State's played to start the season, we wanted Washington to cover the minus 18. Uh, that didn't happen. So we sort of ended the day on a down note. Uh, plus side, we, we inflated many balances heading into Sunday's NFL, uh, which turned out very great for us. It was actually one of the biggest weekends uh, in recent memory. Oh, I'm shocked. basically... You should be shocked. I think, I think one game went against us, one, but the Bills winning outright versus Minnesota was huge. Uh, the Lions beating the Patriots was massive. I mean, that game was for every ten dollars we took on the Patriots, we took one dollar on the Lions. Jesus, yeah, I read yeah, another so, another book tweeted out it was the biggest teaser liability in the history of the company. It, it was insane. The amount, like. <clears throat> I mean, it's like they didn't watch any Patriots games this year. I mean, the Patriots are good. You know, there's no doubt about that, but they aren't that good. You know, they look kind of terrible. I hate to say it. I'm a big fan of Handsome Tom, <laughs> but things are looking fairly dire out there. And the fact that everyone took that minus seven, uh, I mean, we closed at seven and a half. Did no, you have some buyback uh, from professionals at the seven, just taking the value on the number? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was one of those things when, when you look at it from a vacuum, right? And you know, you have the home dog, this, that Patricia knows them. There was just too many rules, like too many things were going the other way. Right. I mean, Stafford's record against opposing teams that finished the year over 500, I believe is six and 54. Now after that, win, I mean, Patricia was looking like this season's version of Ben McAdoo from a culture standpoint, um, yeah, I mean, when I, when I saw that tweet come out about the teaser liability, I obviously had a little teaser uh, exposure to New England in that spot and ripped that ticket up fairly quickly. Um, again, even I tweeted this out. I mean, the live betting, when Detroit was up 13 to 3, it was only a minus 170 money line. And I think that kind of said, uh, said everything you need to know about the marketplace for that type of game, you know? Exactly. And, and live betting uh, was was our single biggest live betting win happened uh, on that game. Everyone took the Patriots. Uh taking the plus money, taking the points and the lions just kept putting it away. I mean, it was, it was truly a fantastic day to be me. I, I can't lie. <laughs> well, let's see what's on tap for the next week, man. And what the house needs and the desired outcomes, uh, who the house will need and everything like that. And then we'll check in with the pokers plays. Uh, so let's start with college football. The two biggest, uh, two biggest games for the house and the outcomes that you're hoping for my friend. Well, Ohio State, Penn State uh, is our biggest decision right now. Everyone's on Ohio State at minus three, minus three and a half. Uh, the line's sort of bouncing back and forth as we try to get some buyback onto Penn State. Uh, we're having a little bit of luck. I mean, it's five to one right now. So for every $5 bet on Ohio State, we're taking a dollar on Penn State. Not exactly ideal, but we do like our big decisions here at MyBookie. So at least we'll have something to scream at the TV over. I love it. What's next? Uh, next up, LSU at minus 11 versus Mississippi. Wow. That seems yeah. like something of a little bit of a random game to be the highest bet. Uh, well, the Tigers have looked uh, very good. Yep. You know, this year, and it's no real surprise that people are getting on them. Uh, minus 11 might be a little bit too high, but that's never stopped a gambler. Yeah, for sure. And as myself, again, holding a, an LSU under six and a half wins ticket, I think I can rip that one up and not catching many breaks over here, holding a Nebraska under win ticket that is, is waiting to be uh, canceled at the 
at the sports book counter uh, in about four months. So not doing myself any favors there. Um, one thing I did want to ask you, go ahead. Maybe you should take up a hobby like paper mache and make a <laughs> make a statue out of all your losing tickets. Oh, they're tax write offs. Maybe I'll maybe I'll get into Chinese finger traps again. Maybe something like that from my childhood. You know. Oh, there you go. I mean, you can give the government a nice statue of you crying in the shower made out of losing bet tickets. Maybe, that, that should maybe I'll send them to you. You can autograph them for me. And sell them on eBay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I want to touch on this Ohio State game. People seem to forget the the whiteout conditions uh, and maybe how hard that is to play in. Um, again, two years ago, Ohio State going in there, losing outright. Uh, I believe they were like minus 14, 13. Maybe it was a seven. I know it was a key number like that. It was a huge money line, like minus 500. Uh, and uh, and uh, Penn State in the whiteout conditions again. So that game is no cakewalk. I'm surprised betters uh, maybe aren't remembering that as much. Um, is, is Penn State proven to be a little bit of a professional side for this game yet with some buyback? Or is it just all Ohio State public at this point? Well, I think everyone agrees the locker rooms at Penn State are a tough one to go into. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it. <laughs> Set it up. I knock it out of the park. There you go. On a tee for you, bud. <laughs> uh, so uh, the sharper players are actually playing Penn State, but they're waiting until that plus three and a half pops up. Yeah, that's what I figured. All right, let's move on to the NFL and get out of the Penn State locker room while we can. All right. <laughs> that's the smartest move anyone could make. <laughs> It's nice that jokes from, you know, five years ago are still relevant. Certain few. Some some are too soon. I think we're in that gray area of Penn State still. Depends where you are in the country, I think. Yeah. <laughs> what do we have or on top for the NFL? How terrible of a person you are. <laughs> yeah, we check both those boxes, buddy. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the NFL tonight's game, uh, Thursday night, is pretty balanced. Uh, since this podcast is released on Friday, who gives a shit? about that <laughs> i wasn't gonna stop so, you let's uh, let's fast forward to sunday uh, and uh the eagles at minus four uh against the titans is is the most popular play on the board right now again it's earlier in the week but i could see that uh continuing to be pounded into i like it one more for us since we're not going to touch on thursday that's up there in liability maybe new england miami will touch on that one or the primetime game of baltimore pittsburgh i would assume would be the next two biggest ones I mean, New England-Miami is actually balancing fairly well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, same with the Baltimore-Pittsburgh game. Uh, the one that's most offside is probably the Jaguars over the Jets. Yeah, uh, They're sense. taking the minus 7.5. Yeah, I mean, Jacksonville looked bad, man. And I can't for the life of me figure out how Tennessee Titans are winning games in 2018 with this gimmick offense. But I can see the spot in a, in a recreational better's mind that Jacksonville is off a loss, uh, did not look good at all, and wanting to fade Tennessee uh, after that win. So, you know, from a philosophical standpoint, handicapping 101, uh, you know, those, those type of things make sense. But let's finish off, man. I'm going to, as always, give you the floor, talk about the poker's plays uh, for this week, and then anything you want, the floor is yours. Well, we'll give we'll give the poker's plays away. I guess they've been doing fairly well because people keep tweeting me asking if I'm going to keep giving them out. <laughs> uh, right now, they have two plays. Or one, two, three. Uh, the first is UCLA plus 10 and a half. Yep. The second, Boston College minus 13 and a half. And the last one, Virginia Tech plus five and a half. Oh, God bless them for backing Virginia Tech after losing as, as, a, as the Monarchs went in there and won as a 30 to 1 underdog. Do you have any bet on, on um, ODU last week on a money line at all, ever? Yeah, no, we, we luckily we didn't have that money line up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I tell all my guys, I say, put every single money line up, let them bet, let them have at it. Uh, and uh, when that 
when ODU won, I said, well, geez, we didn't have that money lineup, did we? <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> Thankfully, we did not. Yeah, the, that was the biggest one. It was one last year, too. It happened in college that was just as big. It was like somebody beat UNLV as like 40-point underdogs. I forget who it was, but only in UNLV. Um, yeah, man, I want to give you the floor. Anything else you want to talk about over at mybookie.ag? I mean, well, you know, we we keep expanding every day. Uh, sound like a broken record here, but I mean, we're we're basically we're willing to take a bet on anything. So, uh, say you want to bet on something, uh, provided that we can find the result for it, uh, shoot us a message at betmybookie on Twitter, and uh, come hell or high water, we'll post that prop for you to bet on. So we're really a full service sports book. I mean, you're not going to get that from anyone else. Uh, you ask me, follow me on Twitter at anonymous gambler. If you want a prop bet put up there and I can do it, I'll, I'll throw it up there. You know, I'm definitely game to take any action. I love it. Man of the people, the Colin Kaepernick of tweaks. Glad to have you back, buddy. You were the main event and you are missed on this show. So we will talk soon next week and see how these, these decisions play out for you. Hopefully, uh, some gamblers are starting getting, starting to win some money back off you here. I think that, uh, the reload bonuses are starting to dry up over here at the SGP studios. Oh, Hey, you want to take my smile away? <laughs> you know, I've been so ha- been so happy this month. It's a, it's a strange feeling for me, and I kind of enjoy it. So gamblers keep doing exactly what you've been doing thus far. Underdogs running wild in the National Football League in September. That is for sure. So the tide, I'm sure, guys, will turn if you're a favorite better. But uh, it, it's tough sledding out there now. So as always, AG, can't thank you enough for taking the time out of your busy schedule running one of the world's biggest offshore books, mybookie.ag. Again, guys, promo code SGP100 for 100% deposit bonus. SGP50, if you, if you believe AG's words, you do need that reload bonus, SGP50. And again, if you're waiting to, to wait until 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to deposit, free $25 in free play. So thanks so much, AG. We'll talk next week. All right, you have a good one. Thanks for having me.